everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are reviewing Pixar's latest, Onward, and we are light a couple people. Uh, Lauren is tending to an ailing, well, a recovering dog. The dog's not ailing, it's in the recovery. And John had some prior engagements with his team from school. His robotics team, yeah. So Ben and I still forged the coronavirus and went and saw the movie. But yeah, Pixar, uh, everybody knows who listens to this show, which is nobody, that I am a huge Pixar fan. Uh, but I have to say, going into this one, like, it's like the least excited I've been for a Pixar movie. Yeah, me too. Ever, maybe? Yeah. Why do you think that I, is? Do you have any thoughts on why that? I don't know. Like, it just didn't seem like granted the world it was building seemed like cool but it didn't seem as like original or as amazing as like the ones in up or mm-hmm. or like coco which had this incredibly vibrant world of the dead just from the trailers you're like holy shit you know toy story has the pull from my childhood so you know i i don't know like it just yeah i think the fantasy prem like setting was interesting but like the hook of like what if fantasy disappeared? Like, I, it's an I interesting idea, but it like. But the movie never really fully explores it a whole lot no. either. So, and what's also interesting is, or what I was kind of worried about was, like, oh look, it's Star Lord and Spider Man, you know, palling around. Like, I was worried their their voices are are too familiar for me. Uh, it, you know? it felt like Jack Black like, and Marty McFly running around. To be honest with me. <laughs> Um, well this was my worry going into the movie like i was just like it's gonna be you know i'm not gonna be able to disassociate like Mm -hmm. you know tom holland from being spider-man or you know chris pratt from being star lord or uh what's his name owen grady from the jurassic park movies or andy dwyer it's like i you know i think they both i didn't wasn't thinking about any of their other characters i think they do a good job like you said with oh they do a they do a phenomenal job like i never thought about any of yeah them. i yeah. think the chris pratt does a better job I, again it feels like it was a role made for jack black 20 years ago maybe but he does a good job in that that mm-hmm. um role and I, I don't know i feel like tom holland's character tom Holland's character is good but i don't know uh my big issue before i mean we we can have some spoilery free conversation here the first half of the movie was just very paint by numbers for me and like I don't I don't know I didn't feel I agree. all that connected to much of anything going on but I think once the quest gets on foot I enjoyed the back half of the movie quite a bit but I kind of I I kind of this settles in in my bottom tier of Pixar movies for sure for me um and this is someone who likes the cars all the cars movies uh so you can't i'm not lumping it in with the cars so i don't know what that mileage varies for you but i thought it was good i enjoyed it i just wish the movie as a whole was as enjoyable and as inventive as the back half of it not that it was on by pixar standards it's not the most inventive movie they've done but um yeah yeah and it's like i think i'm kind of in that same boat like i was enjoying myself but it didn't feel like you know the greatness we've come to expect from pixar at this point Mm -hmm. i was probably gonna give it three and a half but then like the last two or three acts of this movie i thought were like 
some of the best that Pixar's done in a long time. Probably the best stuff since uh, Inside Out, I would say. The the last 25 minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see where it was going, and it hit me really hard. <laughs> and I loved it. Like, I eventually gave it, I settled on four out of five. And it's one, like, I don't want them to make a sequel to, but I'm glad they made it. And I think it's it's a solid addition an extremely solid addition to Pixar's, you know, library of mostly stellar films. Yeah, I I mean, I already said my piece on where I would rank it, but the I just wish there was a little bit more of the for as interesting as the world building could have been, it really does feel like they really missed out on a chance to dive deeper into it. Like they there's Maybe if it was like a 2-hour movie, yeah, but Yeah, I don't know, the stuff with the mom scene like she has to be a part of it, but it's all pretty perfunctory. Like there's only they- I thought it was some of the best stuff. Like with her, the demogorgon was fine. I don't think it's demigorgon. Um, Isn't that Stranger Things? What was she? The it was something. Like, it wasn't demigorgon. That's definitely Stranger Things. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I should know what she was though. The Manticore. Yeah, Manticore. There it is. And it was like she wasn't great. Uh, that was. See, I like. I kind of disappointing. Her. Like. I don't think she had enough to do, but no, I think the mom, no. the mom was fantastic. And like, again, her bit in the final act is phenomenal. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that. But I had a hard time. Like they literally jumped. They took, they went from the first scene to the last scene with her arc and like nothing in between had any bearing on, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was all based about that moment It was literally just getting her. her. Yeah. Yeah. It was like. And I thought she was great. It was like building up this, the boys just slightly more. And then. I mean, her, she, I loved what they did with her in the moment. I just like it. Just there wasn't nothing happened between the. If if you literally watch the first scene and the last scene of the movie, they've literally built everything around what happens to her in the finale based on those two scenes, <laughs> and it is literally physical ability. <laughs> and that's not to say that I think they did a really good job of flipping the script on you a little bit with the ending yeah, with the brothers. Yeah. So that's that's what makes it work and why that doesn't bother me that much yeah but and again the manticore i agree i think the problem is she doesn't get enough to do but my whole thing is i would have appreciated a more of a adventure story where we got to see more interesting fantasy characters like they go and visit her and then they're basically on their own there's like a couple cool set pieces with magic and gauntlet booby traps and stuff but the 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 world of the fantasy world doesn't expand in the way I hoped it would. Not that it hampered the adventure and fun of the back half of the movie yeah. that worked for me. But I think it for as as paint by numbers the beginning felt like, it just felt like a real missed opportunity to really dig into the potential backstory of the world. Yeah. That existed before. Do you have any non spoiler thoughts? Um not not really. Mm-hmm. No, not so much. Yeah, I wonder if just like like the trailers only sold the movie as like this road trip to get the dad back. The dad, yeah, and like the dad thing was weird, but it wasn't a good enough hook really to get me going back, circling all the way back to why I wasn't as excited for this one. I will say, yeah, I um, like like you said, the way the way it ends in the finale, I think it makes some very ballsy choices. Like I was kind of impressed Mm because i feel like there's some stuff they did that could have easily pissed people off but they play it so so well i look forward to telling me what you think that is in the spoiler section um we're not there yet Um, (laughs) i i think ben and i both agree the movie is well worth seeing it's pixar still hasn't made a bad movie in my book (coughs) of course um but it's 
I can't say I was disappointed because, like I said, I wasn't hyped for it. And this didn't come from one of the masters at, you know, like the three best Pixar movies of the last five years are Inside Out, Coco, and Incredibles 2. And those were literally three of the best animation directors around made those movies. And I think it's interesting to dissect, like, how the Pixar B team is phasing, you know, dealing with this. Because, like, Toy Story 3 was the first shot somebody got. Like, that was Lee Uncricked being propped up. Like, I think that was, like, the first promotion outside of the big... Outside of Brad Brad Bird in the original core group of guys, which was, like... Andrew Stanton. Brad Bird was the first Incredibles, right? Yeah. And the second. Yeah. And Ratatouille. He did, He came in and he took over Ratatouille after the Incredibles. It was kind of already, it was, you know, classic Pixar, like halfway done and they decided to change a whole lot of shit in the middle of it. <laughs> the process works. Yeah. It was Lasseter Stanton, Pete Docter were kind of, they did most of the, if I remember correctly, they did all the movies besides Incredibles up until Toy Story 3. And Toy Story 3 was Ungrich getting his chance and he killed it. And then he also did Coco. Pete Docter did Inside Out after doing Up and... What was his other one? I think he did another. He was either... He was uh, on Monsters, Inc., I believe. And then... Um, did I skip some? Oh, then Brad Bird did Incredibles 2. But outside of that is Pixar. I'm rambling about Pixar. Um, outside Ungric, nobody who's gotten a shot to step up has has knocked it out of the park. Would you? Is there any of those out of those movies I just listed? So that's post Toy Story three, which is every movie Pixar of the last decade. I put I put Coco, Toy Story three, and Inside Out in my decades best. Would you put any other movie? Would you even consider any other other movies from the last ten years? In my in like the decades best or like or like no, among just just like that really stand out outside. I know you weren't as high on Coco as yeah, some of us. I'm I'm not as high as on Coco as like literally any other person on the planet, which I still think it's good. <laughs> um, but you you really lo- you loved Inside Out. It's oh, Inside Out is in one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah, and Toy Story three, your 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 thumbs up, yeah, right? Yeah, no? uh, but I like Toy Toy yeah. Story four is actually my favorite of the Toy Stories. Like it's it's not like so leaps it's not like leagues above. It's like I've got like I think I gave three and four both four stars. Mm-hmm. And then I think I gave one three and a half and then two maybe I gave that three and a half as well. Mm-hmm. So from a not that you're not a Pixar fan. Not a not a Pixar acolyte. So, <laughs> like like I am. It it doesn't sound like you have much to disagree with me, except maybe Toy Story Four ranks a little higher for you than I think we both think toy story 4 is about the same but it's like pixar's yeah. pixar's top shelf stuff is for me it's they've got two movies that are so far above the rest and that's up and inside out and then there's some yeah. other like you got the incredibles which are amazing and that they're mm-hmm. kind of in their own kind of level and then below those mm-hmm. i'd put uh toy story 4 i put this i don't know i'd but it's like, and then most of the others yeah. are below that. Like everything else is kind of in one okay. last. So this thing. is like this is middle tier Pixar. For uh, you. yeah. It sounds like you yeah, have a top like, tier. Like four tiers. You have an incredible tier, is... and then this is like in your middle tier. Yeah. And then you have 
yeah. below that. It's a, yeah. So I would call this your middle tier Pixar, yeah. which is still very good. Yeah, in your I mean, book. like like Pixar's made one movie. Well, okay, I haven't seen Cars two and three, but I mean, out yeah. of like all the Pixar movies I've seen, I've only seen one that I didn't appreciate. I didn't get something out of Cars. It's just not a fan. Cars two, great spy movie, guys. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a good spoiler-free conversation. So with that, go see Onward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it needs some help. I think it just had like one of the worst openings ever. Yeah, for a Pixar I remember movie. seeing like an RGN article, and the title was like Onward has big opening, but not Pixar big. And I'm like, oh. But that could be a number of things. Like a certain, and I guess like it doesn't a certain really virus matter. that's been roaming yes. around. <laughs> also, I think Disney's quickly realizing they don't give a shit about the movie theater as much because. Disney Plus they're going to be raking all the disney yeah. plus money and i could see this movie playing really well on disney plus like in the background it's like something cool or mm-hmm. kids being really into it yeah so yeah it definitely skews younger like this is this, yeah this yeah fi- i mean i mean yes the final act hinges on father son brotherly relationships yeah. but the the film as a whole doesn't feel like it it, it feels like the the lowest <laughs> the the lowest they've shot in a while maybe since the cars movies like cars um i don't know like again car- I, 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 th- I wasn't not, not not in not in their quality but like the the cars movies are shooting at a younger much, yeah, audience much younger and then not that they're not ever enjoyable by all audiences but i think a lot of pixar movies you could like how much of inside out goes over a kid's head you know, I mean, like I think this... I think it's like, but that's the beauty of Inside Out. It's like I don't think a whole lot of it goes mm-hmm. over, but it also has like this. Mm-hmm. It's like it has a, an even deeper meaning for those who have, you know, gone through their complete childhood. You know, remember losing their imaginary friend. Remember those moments of like joy and sadness. I guess you have to have those memories to look back on, but like, Onward doesn't have anything of that caliber that you're gonna look back on. Mm-hmm. As an adult, like it is definitely, yeah. like you said, more geared towards children. Also, the emotional crux of the movie and the finale hinges on. Again, we're still in, are not in spoilers. Yeah, it's not a very, it's not a universal experience. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Loving your family is universal. I can't but see like, this being as big a hit with like only children. Yeah. <laughs> or like a sister and a brother. Like, eh, I mean, I, yeah. I could see some of it, but not. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. as yeah. someone who has an older brother who's only a few years older than not even a few years. He's like a year and a half older than me. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, you know, this movie, this movie got me. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe would have gotten me even more if I was like 10, but. I think it'd be interesting if this movie, again, I'm not trying to be woke police, but it is interesting how male driven the movie is. It's not that uninteresting. Like Pixar is a boys club. And then the other thing, too, is like they they hyped up the introduction of, you know, their first openly gay character. And who is that? Exactly. Oh, it's is it it's Lena Waithe's it's, character, it's I think. The, the yeah. police officer. And it's like I totally forgot. Okay. My friend's like, so how was the reveal of like, you know, Disney's first openly gay character? And like yeah. I had to like think about it for a minute. I was like, oh shit, that character was in the movie. Yeah, not so but good. They, did, <laughs> like, does she do but but I mean, no, I don't think it's bad. No, like but they don't make like, any big deal about it, which is they great. They did cut but like Disney brought up that it's like Disney made a point of like this is our first openly gay character. It's like, I mean, 
you make it this like third tier supporting character like i you know yeah do they do anything in the film that implies they're they mention she's like i have my girlfriend and it's like okay oh, but that was okay. it it's like this okay. one line it's like but i think that's good i agree like they, it's, they, it's, it's baby not like steps it's a major Disney, character i guess but it's good that they're not making a big giant deal about it like in the film like it's just normal i think yeah that's I th- but I th- i'm waiting for the day that disney actually has like you know maybe a supporting character who's gay i don't think they'll ever go as a prince that saves a prince yeah well i don't <laughs> think they're ever gonna have like a huge main character be gay i think they will have like the best friend be gay or something like that mm-hmm. you know or who knows maybe mm-hmm. i haven't seen frozen 2 maybe in frozen 2 or you know frozen 3 happens they'll be like no it's not Bam, uh, Elsa's... Elsa's not still she's not explicitly homosexual still okay one more thing before we go into spoilers I didn't think this movie was like it didn't have a lot of humor. Like I was enjoying yeah, myself. I, I wasn't laughing a ton. Yeah, there was there was some I, good chuckles, yeah, but, but nothing yeah. like no guffaws. Except yeah. there were there were two. And again, there's a great bit in the finale. There, yeah, does it have to do with something with stone? Uh, a face. Yeah. Okay. And then the other <laughs> one is at the very end. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was just kind of like, eh, you know, good joke. But yeah. But again, but that I didn't sully the movie for you. Yeah, like, it's like, and I'm not trying to like to harp on it because it's like I was mm-hmm. still enjoying myself the whole time. Like I was never mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go, let's go. I'd be curious. Like I, I, I'm bummed that the first two thirds of this movie aren't as spectacular as the last. Oh well. Um. Okay. Now we're gonna jump into spoilers for Onward. With that, we're gonna get into spoilers. So spoilers. Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Okay, what did you think people were going to be pissed about? Well, not like I think they could have been if they hadn't played are this frustrated well. with, I guess. The fact that the whole the whole search like this whole journey is about, you know, Tom Holland's character talking to his dad for the first time and mm-hmm. he never does it. He sees yeah. his brother talking to him from the distance, which... I think the movie does a really good job of making that work, though. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, exactly. Like, it could have been awful, but I, they play it so well. And I... Again, I, I guess I'm a pretty easy crier, but I cried a few times in this movie. Mm-hmm. And the one that got me the hardest was the one where Barley... Was that the brother Barley? Or Bar- yeah. He, he comes back. He's like, Dad told me to give you this. I, you know, I knew that shit was coming, but it was like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Uh, just such a, <laughs> you know, powerful moment. That and, like, again... I'm stupid, I guess, because I didn't see the whole, like, you know, your brother is, is your father figure, the whole thing. So that reveal where he's just, like, checking off the notebook, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, hold it together, man, hold it together. And then he crosses off the, you know, share my life with him. I was like, fuck, and I'm, you know, crying, you know, dribbling tears and snot. Oh, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a little, uh, not predictable, but. I, I, like that seemed like where it was going i think they hand it they handled it really well you know like it wasn't like a and i, I didn't it ruined the i i really like that that's what they did with it like they, they i i really appreciated that twist i really appreciated how they handled the finale about withholding the conversation with the dad entirely i thought that all worked really really well i don't need to harp on the beginning that how it wasn't working for me but yeah i mean that did 
pull me up to a solid B, B minus. I thought like the idea, like instead of just making another like really awesome photorealistic looking dragon thing, I really like that they... (laughs) The stone dragon. Yeah. Then they like made a, took, had a nice spin on it and like it was, it was interesting visually and creatively and it wasn't just a generic dragon. Like we've got plenty of dragons and... Pop culture and that was the biggest laugh out of the movie for me. It's like when it has like the goofy ass dragon, yeah, and, like on its face, it just turns. I'm like, that is a brilliant move. I because <laughs> I knew it was going to take the stone dragon and add it to it, mm-hmm. I did not know it was going to use the face like that. So that was fantastic, you know. And I was also like genuinely surprised when they ended up back in the town, yeah, right? Like, though it didn't make any sense that no, the, no. the man- mom and manticore were doing whatever they were doing, but that's not, that wasn't a big deal i guess if they were technically looking for them uh, why I don't, I don't get why you're down on manticore so much. like i'm not down on her i just yeah like, she wasn't that interesting like the mom was so much more fun mm. uh, i don't know i liked when she was like ripping off the tattoos and like i liked her meltdown literal and, meltdown i mean i guess those are only two big scenes in the movie I exactly guess. yeah um, I really did love the um, spell where they the they were at the lying spell where they yeah playing the horse dude yeah that was a really cool and real you know yeah. interesting and well put together and realized scene mm-hmm. it, it was a good way of bringing in the conflict between the two of them uh, the two brothers you know like them being a little pissed off at each other and I was like oh that's a really good way of handling that. But then when they had the other yeah, big they had their at fight the end, later, it's like we already we already did this. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit too much to literally separate them for like two minutes and then it all be you know it was. Well, they had to they had to let Barley go get the dragon. Like <laughs> I don't know, but did he really have to go? I don't like why couldn't the quest continued? Why couldn't Barley just been really ex- like I don't, pissed I don't off know. at him or something? Yeah. Well, not even though you didn't even need to be pissed. You were just like, no, I'm gonna figure this out, and then like. They went straight to the fountain and he figured it out, uh, you know, like they didn't have, I guess, did he go through his checklist during that yeah. moment? Okay. So that's why they did yeah. it. But it was such an extreme thing to, like, I almost didn't to believe that. Yeah. And then there's like no real like resolution to it. It's like after the fight, it's just like, oh, we're cool again. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I guess maybe it's like, a, you know, a life or death thing made them realize. But yeah. still, I also loved that their mom had like the aroba, aroba, what is it called? Aroba, aroba sizing. Aroba, yeah, exercise, yeah, jazzercise. Yeah. Jazzercise, yeah. yeah. And she, and it's like, you're a warrior. And then she picks up the sword yeah. at the end. Yeah. I am a warrior. It's like, fuck yeah, you are. Yeah, that are. was good. Go get him. And she was doing the little sliding hop move as she went up the dragon. Yeah, that was. And then she goes questing with the manticore once a week now, yeah. I guess, which is just <laughs> a, a great little bit. But the other, in the other moment, which tied right after that, was that i laughed out loud was uh when the 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 centaur is like you know has yeah. like the fabio hair yeah that was good. <laughs> i was born to run. <laughs> yeah that was that was good i felt like the the car chase with the fairies was good was interesting but the whole time it's like they still have wings they should be able to fly <laughs> Yeah, and also the fairies just didn't, they didn't really do it for me. Like, I, as, like, this, like, tough, but I don't know. Like, 
I get where the idea came from, but it didn't totally work for me. And then, like, and then they, like, weirdly bring them back when they're f- all flying together, but it doesn't really amount to anything, you know? It's Is like, it, don't they just talk to... about the, they bring up the boys again, and that's kind of like, the mom's like, oh, shit. Yeah, and but I guess also it's, like, supposed to be, like, look, some animal or some of these creatures are trying to use their magic they're getting, again. The magic is coming back to It them, doesn't really, yeah. yeah, it doesn't really land either. No. That, I guess it was, that was another little weak spot that um yeah but i i love like the thing with the raven pointing and that little sequence and when he sacrificed gwendolyn is it gwendolyn what guendevere guendevere that was the first that was that was that was sad yeah and then he (laughs) used the he used the light as the uh distraction oh yeah i knew that was coming i did not see that that coming but i was also like that was you know pretty clutch when i noticed it was shaped as a gem i was curious how they were gonna bring i and i liked it i didn't hurt figuring out that it was gonna be a gem of some sort. i thought it might be he was gonna use it to bring back the van that's what i thought they were gonna go with it Uh, like you would put it in the staff and be able to recreate the i would have liked to have not like the trailers the trailers were solid for the most part but i think the movie, like, two bits that would have had way more impact, other than the fairies, mm-hmm. if I didn't see them in the trailer, would have been uh, unicorns as basically, like, pests. I think the trailer explains that. The movie doesn't even explain it in this Yeah, movie. but you like, just like see the them tra- briefly, like, eating out of garbage yeah. cans, so they're just, like, pests. And I was yeah. like, that's really yeah. funny when I first saw it in the trailer. But now yeah. I was like, you know, I had already seen it, so it's like, oh, cool, they're doing yeah. that again. And both of the both of the bits with them are in the trailer. Yeah, like, they counted, yeah, yeah. Shit, there was one other one that oh, the shrinking thing. I would have loved to have not seen yeah. that um in the trailer too. I think they had plenty to do with that after the the initial, yeah, because like, it led to the you know the fight with the fairies, which yeah, was was I think well done. I think it would have been really cool to see more of the fun quest stuff too, like the Indiana Jonesy vibe of the. Like when like, they're on in the river on the on the giant Cheeto. Yeah, or that and the you know, like I I I liked what they did with it. It and it was just really fast and like that's where I was saying I was like, why didn't we get more of this in the questing in the the first, like the first third is like your setup. I was like, okay, I can roll with this as like we're just laying the groundwork for these guys. But then when again nothing re- once they start their quest, it takes all the way to them crashing guendevere to really get things going there was the aforementioned magic you know deception scene which was good but that was like the only scene i was like really into like the fairy stuff and the visiting manticore's place wasn't the best oh i did like the the pawn shop sequence though that was really good with the mom and yeah the except that they just like straight up robbed this woman yeah when he st- when she stabs her with her uh scorpion tail was a genuine shock and oh my gosh i can't believe that just happened yeah i mean there i think there was a lot to enjoy and i i'll be interesting to see how it plays on a, a second viewing kind of knowing the pace it's going for yeah and, may, and seeing where and like knowing where it's going to as opposed to the journey about the father it's the journey about the sons also yeah. Man, those feet, super emotive. Like, that was that was surprisingly well oh. done. <laughs> like, the whole, the, like, tapping to find yeah. them was so great. And um, I, I teared up a little bit, too, when Barley went down the first time and did the, the, da, 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 the uh-huh. two shaves and a haircut thing. That was so yeah. cool. I like the dancing bit, how they were like, they could tell he was a bad dancer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought the bridge sequence was also really oh, good, but again, it's yeah, straight, just yeah. straight off, ripping off Indiana Jones, kind of, in The Last Crusade, the invisible bridge idea. It was, but, it was still great, yeah. And I like how he uses, like, all of the spells in the final battle. So yeah, it's like I think that was a great yeah, job. Yeah, it's like it was done. a good payoff for it. Like, yeah. he up he he leveled up way too fast, but it was still enjoyable yeah. to watch. You know, like do it. Um, again, it was also weird that they didn't get to know more about Dad's background. I guess that's a sequel if they make it. Maybe they well, they get to so find out. So do we think what... he was an actual wizard? Yeah, because like, he created oh, the spell, and he had right? he had yeah. the name right. What was yeah like the super lame but it, but barley <laughs> always asked what his wizard name would be so was he te- was he a wizard i don't i don't know maybe he just or i guess he just never was officially a wizard he just did it as a hobby could be that too because um, he was saying i hope there's magic in you guys you know yeah i feel like he would yeah. have mentioned you know i hope i pass down my magic yeah again it was all mostly nitpicks i had and but I could see you I'm, not I'm, like ju- like liking it a whole lot. Like I can see you enjoying it, but also those nitpicks could definitely add up to not sour, but to weaken the experience a little bit. Yeah, and I know it was supposed to be very homage to fantasy and D anD D and all that, but it would have been nice if they branched out. Oh man, they might as well have hit you over the head with a D anD D manual. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Any last thoughts on onward? Again, I'm just really impressed with the voice cast overall. Like, uh, was it Julia Louise Dreyfus' The Mom is fantastic. And the boys are... I never once, like, remembered, oh, this is Tom Holland or, oh, this is Chris Pratt. And it's really hard for me to not do that, you know? Yeah. Especially when they're actors who are in some of my favorite movies in the past 10 years. I think Chris Pratt is noticeable. Like, I always was... But I think he does a really good job. Um and like I said earlier, I, I, I felt like I wish Ian was a little bit more defined as a character. Yeah. But, oh well. Okay. I think that's going to do it for Onward. I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find us, or you can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com. Rate and review the podcast. Find us on Twitter at middleofrow. Tumblr, middle of the row. And then Ben's going to tell us about Facebook. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at the Grigsby Bear, and you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. Thanks for listening, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. Mm-hmm.